Hi, I'm Cece, and welcome to the Barry Dyers Podcast, where we share our most intimate insecurities, bariatric stories, and battle with obesity. So grab a cup of inspiration with me as we figure out life, post up together. We are so excited to announce that ProCare Health is sponsoring the Barry Diaries podcast. ProCare Health wants to tackle some of the stigmas of bariatric surgery. For example, one of the toughest part of being a bariatric patient is making sure we are getting in all those vitamins and checking in with our doctor to see if we actually achieve proper absorption. ProCare Health is specially formulated for bariatric patients and know what our bodies need. Not only do they take out the guesswork and make it easy for us to achieve our vitamin goals, but they also give us vitamins that taste like dessert. Win, win. And they're easily digestible. Did I mention dark chocolate squares and cinnamon rolls? Give them a try. Use code BERRYPOD to save. At ProCareNow.com Welcome, welcome. Today, guys, we have Joelle, and you can find her at virtuous underscore VSG mama on Instagram. I'm so excited to have her on. Yes. Hi. Ah, Thank you. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is like, finally, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm I'm kind of scared to talk to you because I have so many questions about hair, but I I want you to give me the answers that I want to hear. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, don't really sugarcoat anything, but we can try. We'll see. I know. We'll see I'm scared you're going to say, well, Cece, <laughs> this is why you're having a problem. You need to do this and this. And this. Um, but I'm well, so we're excited. We're apart. We're only a couple months apart. Yeah. Like. So I'm June, July, August, September. So I'm, I'm like 14, no, 13 months out. No, 14 months out. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm 16 months little over 16 months now. Oh so, man. Okay. So I like to start off every episode first with stats. Cause I think everybody, it's just so exciting to hear that. And it's just encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. So I had my surgery, April 28th, April 28th of 2021. And uh, so I'm about 16 months post-op. My Highest recorded weight that qualified me for surgery was 207, like 0.6 or something like that. Um, But my highest weight ever was around 240. But when I started the process, that 207 was what qualified me as being, you know, morbidly obese based on that BMI standard. And uh, I've lost 75 pounds (laughs) since then. And I've kind of been all out for a while now I kind of range between like that 132 to 136 sometimes it'll be days at 135 and and I think that's normal I'm really quite comfortable where I'm at if I'm done I'm done if I'm not I guess we'll find out you know so we'll kind of see how it goes and I'm short I'm five foot so losing 75 pounds was pretty pretty significant like my body was carrying a lot of weight that it it probably shouldn't have been yeah so your highest weight was what again 207.6, I think is what it was. Oh my God. We're kind of the same because I'm 4'11". So you're just an inch taller. And my highest weight was 211. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It makes sense then. So, oh my God, we're like shorties. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is people don't realize, like they'll say to me, they'll be like, oh, you weren't really that big. I'm like, but I was like, maybe you didn't see me like that. And I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm so that's great. But carrying that extra weight on your body is like insane. Like I I look at photos and I'm like, how did I ever function? How did I live my life? How did I do my job? How did I do anything comfortably? And the truth is, is I didn't. You know, I didn't. I just was surviving, and now I'm like thriving. <laughs> Lots of people you would tell me that I was I was very proportionate, so they were like, "You're good." You know, it's like no, no. I had a I'm smaller really waist. I had a smaller waist than you would probably see on somebody that big. So I had a shape, but I had the hugest ass. My ass was so big; it was gigantic. No, I see. No, my issue was like my issue was like my boobs, and like I never realized like how much like that like actually stores like in your back. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I never realized until I like took pictures and I look at now, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, that's, it was like heavy. It was so heavy. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, you don't really notice until it starts coming off and then you're like, huh, that's smaller. I didn't (laughs) ever feel that bone bone. back there. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I so know crazy. like my hip bone is like my favorite. I can feel it. And my husband is like, what is this? And I was like, that's my hip bone. <laughs> I know it's terrifying. It's so funny. Yeah, I but... can feel I actually just had surgery on August the second for my I had the 360, the whole body, lower body lift. And I Oh, can, you did? Yeah. That's cool. Which it knocked me out pretty uh, I was gonna say that recovery was probably a little oh it's a bitch yeah it's really Ah. hard I you cannot stand up for or walk around for more than 15 minutes you cannot sit down for longer than 15 minutes you basically lane from side to side switching to switching to switching yeah if I watch any more Netflix I'm just gonna just be done I'm done yeah I'm tired of TV (laughs) I I feel you like that's probably my biggest thing like everyone's like I've been pretty fortunate my skin is pretty you know it's not as bad where I like look at it every day and I'm like I hate it but um I would love to get my stomach fixed like my my apron and everything I can hide it pretty well but the thought of uh I don't know it just scares me so much more than like the VSD surgery did like it didn't scare me but they also did a butt flap I dare you, anybody, to go watch a video on butt flap procedure. It is the most horrifying thing ever. It is my body is in so much was in so much pain. Like I, I can't tell you. It it is very painful. I wasn't scared at first to do it. Hell no, I was like, let's go. Like I wasn't scared. Yeah, but it really put me out for like a month. Like I could not function. Like I literally, my husband had to shower me. Like I still kind of try to get him to shower me, even though I'm okay. I'm like, like, yeah, don't on me a little bit longer. Yeah. (laughs) Can you take a shower with me? (laughs) But it was so painful, brutally painful. And I don't like narcotics. So after the first week, I just didn't take any narcotics. I just, yeah, I was the same way. I tried to take pain pills minimally if I yeah I am not a pain pill person so I suffered like I'm doing better now it's been I'm like you're a, a badass you did it though I did it yeah it's just really tight my waist is smaller than I ever thought it was possible but I can feel my hip bone like so much so that it's like millimeters from pushing in my skin which seems <laughs> Okay, that's yeah. too close. That's too close for it to be. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel you on the hip bones. Like I can feel my hip bones crazy and it's terrifying. I um like, I'm not going to lie. Like I don't hate it, but I don't want to get to the point to where I'm like too thin. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like I don't want to look, I don't want to look like, not that I would think this, you know, I just, I just don't want to look sickly. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah, when I, when I was like yeah. freshly post-op and I was losing weight, like I was pale, you know what I mean? Like when you're yeah. adjusting to like your vitamin routines and trying to get the proper nutrients. And I remember I went, we, my husband and I, we go to this one place for breakfast all the time. And I hadn't been there in months, like because of the pre-op diet and everything. So we had gone and like the waitress who was like, she knows us. She is like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just, you know, I just don't eat a lot now. It's pretty much what all I said. And she's mm-hmm. like, you're sure you're not, you're not sick. And I was like, oh, I'm sick. so I don't want to get to the point where like people think that, again, you know what I mean? Or, or anything like that. I'm like, no, I just, just lost weight. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of getting there. I'm like 128 right now. I don't want to lose. I'm, I'm good. I'm like a size two. You're have, like content, yeah. I have spores. I mean, I was content at six, I think. You right. know? But yeah. I don't want to get any smaller. I think there is like a sickly. I hate to say that skinny people look sickly, but not like sickly. But when you're so used to having that meat on you, mm-hmm. even just my fingers, they're just so 
bony. Thin now. Yeah. I know. My thing, I used to, I used to laugh because, or I used to like hate my hands because I had sausage fingers. They literally looked like little like nubs and now they're like long and like they look longer and slender. And I'm like, what? It was such, but that was a big non-scale victory for me there because like my rings really weren't fitting properly. Like my wedding rings, I'm not wearing them right now, but like, um, and they were always looked so pudgy and now they're like not. I'm like, oh, yeah. who am I? <laughs> yeah, it's scary. And and definitely if you don't get in your protein and you're not getting oh, the yeah. water, you're and gonna look like death. Yeah. You're gonna look yeah. pale. You're gonna look like death. You're gonna not yeah. have any energy. I I mean I totally got that. Like I've had that happen. Yeah, and you feel like you're dying. I feel like you have to really prioritize those things. And even me being you know, 16 months out, like I still only prioritize protein. If I can fit other stuff, cool. But if I can't, if I can only fit some meat and cheese in my stomach, like I'm good. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I got you. So you had the VSG? Yes. So I had the sleeve surgery. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it was amazing. (laughs) So it went good? Everything went good. I, I I feel like I have been so fortunate. I have had absolutely zero complications. I've had no issues, no food, like knock on wood, like no, my tiny tummy isn't picky. Like I, you know, I just was messaging with somebody who like can't eat red meat and like some people can't stomach chicken. And I I just, I've had no issues. It has been like smooth sailing for me. So I've just been insanely fortunate and, um, God, I am so jealous. I hate you. I really oh, do hate you. <laughs> Everything I've I put heard this in my before, mouth. So I know, I know. Oh I'm my like, gosh. Oh. So you've never and then done... they're like, we want to be like you. And I'm like, I don't know. Everybody's different. Like yeah. everyone's different. So you've never dumped or thrown up? No, I haven't. Oh, so I, I really only... hate your guts then. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really um I only Ugh. was nauseous like a couple days after surgery. And my anti-nausea medicine that they gave me actually made me more nauseous. So I just stopped taking it. So I'm, for lack of easy explanation, I'm crazy. And I haven't reintroduced like any um, like refined sugars or carbohydrates, pastas, cakes, anything like that into my diet since surgery. Um, I haven't had anything like that because I, one, I don't crave food right now and I don't really get hungry. And I'm afraid that if I like bring those things back in, um, that I'm going to start going backwards and I feel so good. I'm like, change it. And then also like, I don't want to dump, you know, like my birthday was just on Tuesday and my mom is like, do you want to get, want me to get you a cake? And I was like, no, I ended up finding like this keto bakery that does like uh, Mm a no sugar and low carb cake. And that's what I got. And it was so good. And it was just enough, but like, I didn't even want it because like, I don't crave sugar. So I just, I'm still kind of in like that super strict. Okay. um, So that's where I messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Red flag, red flag. You didn't mess up. No, I did absolutely try early on. I was like, I, I wasn't craving it. Like I don't crave anything still now, but I just, my brain craved it. My brain wanted it. And so I would so it's eat a stuff. Mental game, and then that's when the dumping and the problems happen. So, yeah, I have to stay away from. Yeah. Anything I, and that's my biggest fear. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So Ugh. I just I, I just stay away and I and I just kind of find ways to to modify things like, you know, I just find ways to make them, you know, like bariatric friendly, like whether it's like a, a milkshake type shake. Like I think I made a root, a root beer float one time. I was like, oh, that sounds good. Like, I think I'll try try to make a bariatric friendly version of it or, you know, and I think plus with me eating out all the time, I'm always modifying, always trying to find a new trick or trying to find a way to make something healthier so that I can get that fixed without going backwards. Cause like, I just, I'm so desperate not to go backwards because I wanted this for my whole life to be the way that I am right now that I just keep on plugging along. But everyone's like, Joel, you have to have balance. And I was like, I do have balance. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. You know, I'm not, right. I'm not like a, I'm not, you know, I'm not a slave to food anymore. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all, yeah. And, you know, and for me, even though I know now that I messed up, no, I kind of went just living your life. I kind of went down the dirt road, uh, but we're at the same place now. So it's good. And now at this point where I still don't crave the sweets, but so if, if there's something sweeter or whatever it is, 
I'll take a, co- a bite or a bite and then, I, or like if it's peanut M&Ms, I'll eat like a couple of them and then I'm fine. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just okay. And, then I, yeah. and I just stop. But yeah, that's how I kind of, kind of acclimated so, to it. That's how it should be because we're so accustomed to diet culture that we mm-hmm. can't eat this. We can't eat that. But I mean, like if you're taking the strides and you're doing it in moderation and you're like, just being like, okay, I'm going to have a handful of peanut M&Ms. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's when you eat a whole bag or however you want to look at it. You know what I mean? Like, but if you are okay, like, all right, I'm going to eat these. I want them. I'm going to enjoy them. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got you. everybody, Everybody does their own journey their way. And I think it's so important that what works for you works for you. And that's all that matters. So what brought you to needing bariatric surgery? Was it like a trauma in your life? Was it medical problems? Um, so it was, that. it kind of happened just kind of randomly. Like, so my whole life, I have been on some kind of diet. I've always struggled with my weight, childhood, you know, young teens, especially, you know, I kind of would go through diets. I'd go lighter, a little bit heavier, lighter, heavier throughout my adult, you know, older adult life. And, um, I was, I used to do this one diet there it was like a starvation diet and i used to eat like 500 calories a day of like very specific food foods wow. and on a normal sized stomach and i would lose like 1 to 2 pounds a day you know so i would lose like 30 or 40 pounds and then you know keep it off for a little while and then it was horrible so anyways i was my very best friend who's actually she's like my cousin I was gearing up to do that diet again. Cause I was like, I'm just so uncomfortable. I'm too heavy. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I lose weight, I'll feel better. I'll do X, Y, and Z, like whatever my whole life. When I lose the weight, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And, um, she just out of love, not out of like thinking I needed it. She was like, have you ever considered bariatric surgery? And I go, no, why? And she goes, well, I knew a friend on Instagram who got the lap band. And she said she had great results. And so she sent me like her handle and I don't even remember what it was at this point. And I looked into, um, sorry about that. It's my doorbell. But um, I said, well, let me look into it. So I looked into it and I told my husband, I said, I'm going to look into this. If I can qualify for it, I'm doing it. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those things. Like I went for a consultation in November at that time, because I had done that, I ended up, this was like in August when she had planted the seed. Mm-hmm. And then in November, um, I had just lost some weight for a wedding. I went for my consult and I wasn't big enough. I wasn't, I was just, I was at like 39.5 with no comorbidities, no health concerns. I was just like a healthy fat girl. Like I never was stationary, like ever in my life. I was just a healthy fat girl. And so um, you didn't qualify at 39 BMI? I didn't, not for my insurance to cover it. So I kind of... Actually, it's 35 and you're covered. I mean, you're good if you're 35. It had to be, it had to be 40. It had like for the insurance I had, or I don't know. Girl, go eat you that water burger. (laughs) I said, I was like, I definitely can't. Cause I I was like, well, what do I got to do? I was like, yeah, I put on five pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds. Like, what were we talking here? Yeah. And they go, well, we can't tell you to gain weight. I was like, okay, okay. All right, good. I'll see you in a couple. I'll see you in a month. So I did that, and I I only had to put on I think at the time it was like four pounds, something like that. Yeah. And then I walk in, I go for like the follow up, and they're like, "Yes, why you qualify?" And then it was just kind of all from there. Um, and it just was I, my whole life I've been trying to attain. Just it wasn't so much of like it wanting to get another diet and just lose weight. Like I wanted to turn my lifestyle around and I couldn't do it when I was trapped in a body that I didn't feel like I fit in. Does that make sense? No, I got it. I so girl, you're talk, you're preaching to me over here. Go keep going. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I was trapped and, um, I said, if I can do this, which when I got qualified, I was like, okay, I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going hard. Like I'm going to do, and I did everything that they told me to do. I followed every instruction. I follow everything to the T yeah. and, you know, people will be like, well, what did you do? And I was like, I just followed my doctor's instructions. That's it. Yeah. Like I just, thing. I, I just did what I was supposed to do. And then I just every day make the active choice. And I'm always thinking to myself, the choice I'm making right now, is it helping me reach my goals or is it setting me back? 
And I, that's my constant question in my, like, even when it comes to like my food choices, you know, do I ever like, we have cake at my work all the time. Cause it's always somebody's birthday. And I'm like, do I, and then I'm like, Oh, that cake looks really good. But then I'm like, do you really want that cake? What is that path going to lead you down? If you take a bite, if nothing might happen or I could spiral, you don't know, but I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to stay away and not find, not find out. Yeah. So it's just kind of, that was kind of what, you know, my, my girlfriend had uh, just planted the seed. And I always tell her to this day, I was like, this is your fault. And she laughed all the time. Cause she was like, I just, she always thought it was like a bad thing that she was the one who planted the seed. And I was like, no, I was like, you changed my life by yeah. even recommending this, you know? Thing. Yeah. She yeah, saved exactly. your life. Yeah. Pretty she, much. Yeah. Cause yeah. she, even she had said to her, I had actually done an interview with her on my Instagram and she, she was like, I don't ever remember a time when you weren't on a diet. I was always watching what I was trying to lose weight. What, no matter how I was doing it, I was always trying to lose weight. Always. always yeah. yeah. Wow. Always. So you, um, your job is centered around food. So centered around food. It is. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Like if you want a dessert after a meal, do you just not have a dessert or do you have a modified dessert? Um, so I usually it's a modified dessert and it's usually like a um like it's a quest bar or a built bar or I don't know if you guys have ever tried these, but the real good ice cream. Oh my God. They're, yeah. Oh my God. They're rich chocolate ice cream. Like you would never even know the difference. No, I know. Like, I just had the last episode is Megan's dot mission. And she had a video that said she bought the ice maker. The, um, what is that? Brand? Oh, the creamy, the Ninja creamy, Ninja creamy. Yes. Yeah. And the creamy. Holy. It has changed my life. Like I will. The chocolate ice cream. It is like legit chocolate ice cream. Ice cream right. Are and you I kidding me? Be- yeah. I know. And I think because like I've been able and like quite honestly, because I don't I don't really crave sugar. And like peanut butter really does it for me. Like if I, you know, I can make like a, a protein waffle with some peanut butter and like sugar-free jelly, and that's like plenty sweet. Like I feel like I'm eating a dessert. Or like I'm trying to think what other like dessert typey things I've made. Not, I really haven't made much, but like I made like an orange Julius the other day, like from Dairy Queen. I took like a Fair Life protein shake, vanilla, and I took some spurts of um, orange vanilla flavor water enhancer, and it tasted like an orange Julius from Dairy Queen. Do you remember those? Do you know what those are? No, but I am. Oh my God. It's like, I want it. It was like a thing. It was like a thing. Like they used to have like stores in the mall, but it's like Dairy Queen. It was like, it's like this creamy orange drink. And it was like one of my favorite things. It was like light and frothy and like delicious. And on a whim, I bought like this orange vanilla, like water flavor enhancer. I was like, I wonder what I could do with this. And then I was like, oh my God, this is so good. So, you know, I just, I find ways to modify if I have like a hankering for something. Well, I just got an idea and I'm sure somebody's done this, but I was going to make, if I could find the damn fair life vanilla anywhere on this planet. (laughs) BJ's. You guys have a BJ's? BJ's. Well, in Texas. I don't know. I don't know what you guys have down there. Yeah. If you try B, if you try BJ's, I just got a case of vanilla and I grabbed my husband's like, you don't even like vanilla. I was like, I like vanilla on occasion. I'm usually a chocolate coffee yeah. peanut butter girl that's my I can't jam. I but, can find chocolate here all day long but there is no vanilla ever you know I can't find I can't find the chocolate they come in waves like at my stand well can club. I can I mail you a case of chocolate yes. and, and you can you mail you a case yeah. of vanilla because my husband bought like four cases of chocolate and I'm like Okay, gross. I can do a little chocolate, but I don't want chocolate every day. Like, I don't yeah. want the chocolate. I drink it because I have to, but I really right. want vanilla. No, I'm serious. I'm not. I'm going to send you. I will you, absolutely. I will absolutely just give your address. I will mail you some vanilla. I'll go, I'll go grab you a couple and I'll mail them. <laughs> I love the vanilla because I put it in my coffee. It's just so much mm-hmm. more versatile to me. I think I can use it. Very true. Yeah, that's why I have a case of it because when I do want to have something that needs like a vanilla base, it's perfect. It tastes like melted ice cream, you know. Oh, what I thought of doing was getting the vanilla, making vanilla ice cream, and then getting an ice cream scooper and putting them in a cup, and then putting like make a Coke float. Sounds like such a good idea. You can go. Do you guys have? I'm assuming you do. Do you have the dollar store there? Yeah, yeah, we have dollar store. Yeah, yeah. So if you go down there, like drink aisle, they have all of the sugar-free water flavor enhancers. 
yeah. get the root beer, get the root beer one and do that and make a root beer float. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go. That's the only one I don't have is the root beer. I think I bought all of those because I tried to do that. Yeah. But I don't like it. Like I don't really, it's either. I, I like the idea with the ice cream. That's genius. Yeah. But with the ice cream, I would, the root beer is the only flavor I don't have. I just, I think some of those are just so sweet. Yeah. You got to really like cut them. Like that fake. Sometimes sweet. I don't even use a whole packet just to not, you know. Like a half pack or something. Like a half pack of something. But doesn't that sound does, good? A root beer float. That sound good. It does oh sound good. I want a root beer float. That sounds so good. Yeah. So yes, I have absolutely done the the ice cream route. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, as long as I, you know, if I can find a way to modify something, I, I'll do that before I, I cave. Because it's usually, you know, it's not so like, my mind isn't completely stuck on it. We're like, I have to have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, and I can tell you the other route of caving in, in a punt, in a pinch, it, you get to eat these things, but I have found, cause my motto was whatever I want, I just can't have a lot of it. Right. And so there's no diet culture that I'm fighting. Like I'll eat whatever I want. And so it's okay. But I have found that if I consume too many shit sh- foods, like foods that aren't good for you, yeah, yeah, you feel crappy, you know, right? You absolutely feel crappy and you feel depleted and you don't feel good. And it just sucks the life out of you, I feel like. Yeah. So I try lately, especially this month with the surgery, I've been trying really hard to focus on really trying to push the nutrients that I need the protein, I need to really not screw up on my vitamins, not miss a day, not, you know, and really try to get the fluid in, you know. It's, all, it's a, just on top of everything else. I know it's, it's tough. so hard. People don't realize it's like, you know, you have your normal daily responsibilities. And then like if as bariatric patients, we have all those same daily responsibilities yeah. plus some. And if we don't hit them or prioritize them, it can be like detrimental to our health. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And everyone's yeah. like, well, you just lost some weight. And it's like, it's so much more than that. Like it's oh, a yeah. lifelong, like I have to keep up on these things like for life. This yeah. is not, it's not just a, you know, one I know and done kind it, of thing. It's not over. I I'm done losing weight. I'd like my body to please hear me when I say stop. I don't want to <laughs> lose any more weight. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> but I need to, like, I, I really do. You absolutely have to prioritize because it's a shitty feeling to not, you know, I mean, it's easy to get sidetracked and you're off doing something or you're running around or you're going out of town. But if you don't really plan or get a cooler going and really plan your meals out mm-hmm. and you just kind of picking, you're like, oh, we can go to that restaurant or, oh, you know, my husband, like, let's pull over here. And I'm like, okay, like you really have to work at it. And so you do, you have to make a um, conscious effort. Yeah. And so on the cruise, you're going to help us. We're going to yes. call it tiny taste with Joe. <laughs> Joel. Yes. So, I'm so excited. Yes. I'm just going to help you guys. Like, um, I you need know, it tips and tricks on how, you know, cause like you said, my whole job is revolved around food. Like when I'm not, you know, at home doing whatever I'm doing, like I work as a server in a restaurant and I'm, I'm constantly modifying. Like, I think I just gave a shout out to my cooks that I work with because like they put up with my bullshit and I'm like, okay, I want to create this today. Like, can you do it for me? And they never tell me no. And they know, cause they know what I'm doing. And they're like, okay, Joelle. Okay, Joelle. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, just help everybody like take the stress out of eating out, taking the stress yeah. out of eating out and just being able to taste different things and learn how to modify things. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be exciting. No, I love it. I absolutely love that. And to help us um, because I always get the meal that I would have gotten before bariatric surgery, which like right now my go to is this cheesy cielo dip. And it's cheese dip, but it has shrimp, beef, chicken. It's got all these meats in it. Like, and it's kind of, you know, it's so good. But I eat like three bites of the shrimp, 
like the shrimp really doesn't hurt my stomach. The shrimp is so good on my stomach. So I eat the shrimp and then I'm full. But I think it would be good to find to know, hey, don't grab what you would have grabbed eaten before. Like really look at the menu and say, what's going to give me that protein Mm -hmm. and not a bunch of filler carbs. Yeah. You know, the corn or even, tortilla, or even, or even chips. like the filler. Yeah. Even like, um, I don't know if you know, like about my salad hack that I tell everybody to do mm-hmm. that. So you go to, when you go out to eat, so we as bariatric patients have to prioritize protein, right? So ask them to put no lettuce <laughs> and all you have is protein toppings. Like for example, like if you get a Cobb salad, which is like my favorite, one of my favorite things to get at work and it's a huge bowl of lettuce. And yeah. I get it. It's a salad, but this is my salad topping hack. And say, I, I know this is going to sound weird, but can I just please have no lettuce? I just put all of the toppings in a bowl. And like, if you get a cob salad, you've got chicken, you've got bacon, you've got egg, you've got tomatoes, avocado, whatever they put on their cob. And then you can just dip it in your little bit of dressing and you have all of your, pre- and you're not digging through lettuce. You're not, you know, taking up room. Like not that yeah. you shouldn't eat vegetables because you should, but like your lettuce and everything. It like takes all you the only room. Have, you, you yeah. have minimal space. So why not prioritize it? So that's, that's one of my biggest things that I have done, like even like at work, but I've gone out huh. too and have done it like in regular restaurants and they, they look at me funny, but I just say, can you just, I just don't want any lettuce. They're like, so you don't want a salad. I was like, I want the salad toppings. I want everything that's on the salad. I just don't want the lettuce. And it's just so much easier because you're not picking it. You're not picking through it. You're just, you just, you have the good stuff Such right a there. Good idea. Yeah. So I like love my, that. One of yeah. my favorite, one of my favorite things to do. One of my favorite. That's all protein. To, that's all, all protein. protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cheese, and then you're not like sifting through and yeah. Yeah, that's and all. And if you know you have like tomatoes, onions, and then you can just get a little bite of everything and you get your three bites, and, you know. So and those are yeah. substantial good <laughs> protein bites. I love that. Yeah. 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 So one of the biggest things I and and I've been waiting to talk to you for this reason is I <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm like everybody else after bariatric surgery, you struggle with your hair mm-hmm. and my hair got thinner. Right. And so I thought I'm going to go get extensions. And so I got the nano beads put in. How'd you like those? Yeah. But <laughs> I wore them for probably like six months and one, holy hell, they're expensive mm-hmm. to reset those. The, you know, the beads are the beads are an expensive choice. <laughs> it's an expensive, yeah. That's one of the yeah. yeah it's really expensive. The hair is probably like you know four to yeah. eight hundred, depending on how many mm-hmm. packs of hair you buy. Mm-hmm. And then to get it re up and redone, it's another three hundred bucks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not it, cheap. <laughs> it is not cheap. Yeah, and so I took those out right after my surgery. As soon as I came back from the recovery house, I took those out, those beads and holy goodness, it was, I probably had less one third the hair that I had before. Like, I think because my hair was too thin and I put all the packs of hair in my hair and it was was too heavy. Probably pulling. Yeah. And so I was shocked. So right now I'm. I've kind of given up and going all natural. I'm just going. <laughs> it looks good though. It looks good. It looks so full on the top. Well, my hair is naturally curly. It's like super okay. curly. So I just have curly hair. So I'm just going to, but it's shoulder length now. Okay. Cause I had to cut some off, but it just sucks. Like the hair loss is probably one of the toughest things to go through yeah. post-op. Um, hands down, I think it's, it's our hair really is like one of our biggest accessories and it can play on your confidence, like so much, because if your hair looks good, you feel good. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, like I'm, I look great. Your hair looks bad. You're like, I, you know, however you feel, you look ugly, however you want to look at it. You just don't Mm -hmm. like the way you look. Yeah. And I know that I went through that. I lost my hair was coming out in clumps and I have very thin hair as it is. I have very thin, very straight, fine hair. I always have, but I think it was worse. Like from like my dieting culture, uh, Mm pre-surgery, I, um, always starving myself to lose weight. 
And I think that that did not help my, my hair in general. Like I was probably losing hair because I was, you know, I had malnutrition, efficient, no yeah. nutrition. Yeah. And, and then obviously when I had the surgery, I knew that it was a possibility. And then I tried everything I could do. I was like, Oh, that's not going to happen to me. I was like such a little asshole. And I was like, I'm going to prevent it. And I'm going to take this and it's not going to happen to me. And then at month four, like on the dot, I will never forget it. I was in the shower and I was just like running my fingers through my hair and it was just coming out in clumps. And I just was like, I remember crying and my husband came into the bathroom and I had like put it on the wall and I was so mad because you know, like we're girls, we're stupid, we do stuff like that. Yeah, but we're like emotional, I, like, leave on, us alone. Emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on the wall and I was like, look at look. And he's like, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, it was horrible. It's I totally so hate horrible. it when they say calm down. Yeah, I'm like, don't do ever tell down. a woman. Don't ever to tell me to calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Oh, it's so traumatic. And, and, you know, oh. and I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I thought it was going to be okay. I was like, yeah, because I've had chemo and I've lost all of my hair and I know what that feels like. And as a chemo, as a chemo patient or breast cancer patient, oh my God, I do know that because in my support groups with all the other women that were going through the same thing, it is harder for us to lose our hair than our breasts. It is because your breasts, nobody sees them, but your husband, like, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can cover them. You can can, hide them. Yeah. Yeah. But your hair, you cannot, that's, Mm -hmm. that's your crown, your covering. And it is so traumatic. And I thought I wouldn't, I wasn't going to go through that with, bariatric surgery I thought I've lost my hair before I can take some thinning but yeah I thought the same thing it's horrible it's literally horrible and it's probably one of the biggest things people ask me is did you have hair loss how much did you lose when did it start when did it stop and I remember going to like my appointment like I think it was like my six-month checkup with my surgeon because my hair loss started like four months like literally day of like my four months And I think that's why it was like, I was like, no, like this is supposed to be like four months post-op. I'm supposed to be so happy. And now my hair is falling out and, you know, not, it wasn't breaking where there was still a little bit of hair. It was like, and I remember like it was coming out at the root. Like I could see the roots of my hair. And I was like, I am hitting my protein goals. I'm like, I am taking my vitamins. I am drinking my water. I'm like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Like why? And I just think it's just one of those things that your body is like, you know, we're going to, I guess, in a way, shed the old and with the new and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It you kind know, of re, it's trauma on your body, even though we don't Absolutely. think of it. Even though we don't surgery, think it. It is, we feel it is very, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We feel so good from like losing weight. You know, we're like, but then when that happens, you're like, <sighs> but so yeah. What did you do to get your hair back or is it better now? So it is better now. Um, so I was taking biotin, hair, skin, and nails, and collagens pre-op because I knew this was coming. I was like crazy. Like, again, I was trying to combat it, hoping it wasn't going to happen, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Then when it, But then every day, even post-operatively, as soon as I could have like capsules and stuff, I started taking hair, skin, and nails again, biotin, and collagen. And every day to this day, I take a biotin along with my bariatric vitamins that I take. I take a hair, skin and nail, a biotin, and I drink, um, I use like that bio collagen, like collagen protein. Mm. And I just mix it in with like my coffee or whatever it is that I make that day to help combat it. So now, so I also, as going through this process, I do get extensions. Um, I have actively kept up with extensions, even like before surgery. Like when I went into surgery, I had extensions in my hair. I even like asked them, I was like, I'm not taking these out like for surgery. Cause they weren't like, they were, they're taped. They were taping, these ones aren't, but they were taping, but I've been actively keeping up with them. But I remember when I would take them out and um, like in that interim time between like when I got them done again, my, you could just see the bald spots in my scalp. And like, I even have pictures, like it was bad. 
it was no really, i saw really so, a video you posted when you were putting yeah, tape ins in and it was so bad i feel you girl i saw that and i had to take a moment because like i it, i feel you it's like what do you do mm-hmm. you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't damned if do you, do? you don't exactly mm-hmm. and thankfully my so my my other best friend she does my hair so she knew, so she, you know, she's like, well, we're going to do the tape because it's going to be the most gentle, the most gentle on your hair. So that's what just we did. And she would always just document. But then I went for my six month checkup and I asked my doctor, I go, when is it going to stop? And he told me around one year, he goes, it's going to stop. He's go, he goes, it'll stop and start to grow back in around one year. Right. And he wasn't lying. So it really led up about month eight it stopped coming out in clumps. Like I could actually brush my fingers through my hair and, you know, only those couple mm-hmm. strands would come out. And now because I have been taking all of those supplements and, you know, prioritizing my protein and all of that stuff, I have super healthy regrowth. Like, and I have all like my girlfriend was showing me when I, cause I just got new extensions and I got hand sewn ones this time though, cause they're even more gentle than the tapins. I was going to ask you so, what you have and yeah. yeah. So right now I, I, I'm wearing a hat right now, but I have, um, they're hand, hand sewn, sewn in. Yeah. I have two layers in and they, they're weightless and they're perfect for me. I like them better than the tape. Cause then like, they don't get like the tape sometimes, like when they're grown out, just like your nails, you can kind of like start to see, you know, they get no, kind of sticky messy. Had tape in before after my, oh, okay. Yeah. So then my you hair know. was yeah. coming in after my chemo and my hair came, the first time that it, you know, yeah, I I've heard of the sewn in ones, but I've never so they're really lightweight. Yeah, like yeah, so they're like I'll I'll just show you. I know I don't know, but um, so if you like look, you can kind of see. So right here, they're just sewn. They're on beads. Oh, like just the, sewn the in. anchor okay. is like a bead. I'm like there, it's just just right on there, and it holds in good. And it holds in real good. My girlfriend, she did like an amazing job. But um, yeah, and then like I have like another one like down here, like in this lower part right here, just for like some extra, you know, volume, but they're long and beautiful and I didn't shower. So what do you do for the top? Because that's the part that's the shitty part. So I actually have this really awesome texture powder that I get from Walmart. Oh, you're talking about the fiber powder? Yes, it's, I can't remember her name, uh, Mindy Knight or something like that. It's a tiny little purple bottle. Yes, tiny yes. Little purple I use bottle. that too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I will just judge it in there. And then if I have to just tease a little bit, I just will. But like you can see here, like this is all regrowth right here. And you see how much of it there is. Wow. So it's all, it's just coming back in. And it just, I always tell people, I know it's so discouraging, but like your hair will come back. It, it will. It will. It's temporary. It will. And, and and I know it sucks. Like there's nothing in that moment that's going to make you feel better. And I completely get that. And I'm just yeah. with you, you know, but you know, I just, I've, and I like my hair long. And plus like, even for two, like with me, it's kind of a trauma thing. When I was younger and I was heavier, I always used to cut my hair short and because everybody told me it made my face look thinner. And I so I would have, yeah. So I would have like these real <sighs> short, but framed haircuts and I was you know and everyone's like well maybe you should cut your hair like give the extensions a break and I I think that if I was to cut my hair I would probably be more depressed than I think anybody would realize because it just it would take me back to a place I don't want to be like that's not that's like an old version of Joelle you know what I mean yeah if you took all your hair out like I did last week uh my real hair right here so that's pretty long yeah a couple of weeks ago when I took my hair out, took all the extensions out. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's all I have? Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, when I, took, when I went from my tape-ins to these, because like I had tape-ins and then I was like, this was like my birthday treat, like to myself, yeah. like this was my birthday present. And um, I was like, and I took them out. I go, I didn't hate it for like 24 hours. I didn't hate my hair because it actually looked full. But that was the first time post-operatively that I didn't hate my hair in that moment because of, you know, it's, but it's coming back. It's coming back. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and just, you know, maybe eventually I won't have to have these, but as of right now, I'm, I'm perfectly content, you know, okay, with yeah. hi- hiding it this way. <laughs> yeah. No, Until I'm, we get I'm that totally back. with you. I identify as a woman with really long, beautiful, flowing, curly hair. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's not what I'm putting out these days. It'll get there. It'll. Are you taking any supplements or anything for it? I'm taking the Celebrate Vitamins, Hair, Skin, and Nails. Okay. And then I have some biotin that's got a little flavor to it, but I add it into my shake. Like my, uh, I love strawberry banana shake. I make it. That's a good combo. Yeah. It tastes like a Sonic strawberry banana shake. Like it's just. How do you make it? What do you make it with? Well, I just, I freeze half a banana and I freeze. It's like four. I don't know how much ounces. It was, it's like four or five pieces of strawberry. And then I put in the protein powder. You can use the ProCare vanilla protein powder. And I, but what I've been doing lately, but I don't have any Fair Life, but I would just pour in. I'll send you some, I'll send you some. One vanilla Fair Life, which is my jam. And then I still put like two or three packets of like stevia just to make it sweeter. So it, tastes like a dessert like it's sweeter yeah and and some ice and I blend it up and that sounds delicious and I put the little I don't give a shit I put whipped cream on top and then I like the chalk zero has oh I love their stuff their syrups their strawberry Mm -hmm. syrup I'll sprinkle Mm -hmm. that put that on top damn girl it's like it's a dessert. Now, I'm going to run over to the website right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love their so syrup. Their chocolate and caramel syrup is divine. Yeah. I put the caramel on my them. coffee shakes and such a good idea. So good. And it's monk fruit. So it's so. Oh, good. yeah. So it's good for you. I know I just got um, a keto cake for my birthday and I asked her what sweetener she used and it was monk fruit. So I was oh, like, okay. Good. Mm-hmm. I so, wish we had one of those here. I would totally. Girl, I literally drew. I was like, we had like our big like county fair, which is in like, you know, like a bougier part of like Buffalo. And I was driving down like the main strip and I see this bakery and I call or I drive by and I, with my mom and I see this bakery and it says like no BS bakery. And the name caught me because like I have a potty mouth and I swear all the time when I shouldn't. And yeah, I was like, cute. that's so funny. That's yeah, so funny. I like so it. I Google it. And then I go, well, what is like no, bu- like no bullshit? Like, what does it mean? So I Google it and it's no bad stuff. Oh my gosh. That's so, so cute. How clever is that? So she does keto, vegan, gluten-free stuff. So I called her and I go, Hey, I was like, I don't do sugar. And I'm really, I really follow a low carb lifestyle, but my birthday's coming up. I want a cake. So I ended up getting two cakes. Um, I got like a uh, raspberry lemon one, which was so good. It tasted and good though. I got, it, it, it actually tasted good. Yes. It tasted very good. Okay. As long as it don't, doesn't taste like plastic. Or- yes. It doesn't taste like, the texture is a little bit different because I'm, I'm assuming she used almond flour and you know, mm. almond flour is like a little bit heavier, mm-hmm. but it hit the spot for me, you know, and then I got a chocolate peanut butter one too. Mm, <laughs> and so I have like these two cakes, like sitting in my fridge that like I, I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to eat these, but you know, they're here. (laughs) Oh my God. They sound good. Well, good. You found a place that you really like. I think, I think that's, that's, that's the part where this lifestyle, it's not a diet. It's not a program. It's just, you're finding a new way of, of Of living. Yeah. Of living. Yeah. And it's like acclimating to this new hunger lifestyle new taste yeah. that we need and you know and we all have to find our our kind of our exactly or, you got to find out what what works for you and you got to go down your road and you do what works for you yeah i love it i love it before <laughs> i in the podcast i can't believe we've already been talking almost an hour crazy. i like i know isn't that crazy I love it when that happens because it's like meant to be friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, our, it just, it just, so yeah, it just yeah. so goes. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to ask, um, well, first, how much were your tie-ins, your extensions? So I paid upwards of almost $700. The hair was about four and then the service was about four plus. And then like, you that was to- including tips. Yeah. And, and then-, then every six weeks. I don't know how much that is though. So when I know how much it is for them to like reset them, because essentially that's what they do is they just go in, they like open the bead and just push it back up to my scalp. Yeah. So I don't know how, I don't know how much that will be, but we'll find out. And so will my husband. <laughs> you know, it's fine. 
I'm gonna kind of sport the shoulder length curly hair for right now. Like I think I'm just gonna, great. You look so uh, cute. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna sport what I got because I just I don't know. Break. Maybe it'll maybe it'll come in, you know, stronger yeah. that way. I, I have know. noticed because when you said it was a year for your hair to come back, I have noticed like all of these little babies. Like you can't tell, That's but I have regrowth. have the powder though too. I have the powder thing, so you can't see my baldness. Yeah, but no, that's regrowth. It's coming back. Yeah, over you here especially. You can barely see your scalp. Yeah, over here it's really Good. coming in. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Just be patient. Yeah, it's so. It just sucks. It's, it's tough. Sucks. I know. Because you're like, like why? You give us this great body. We're so excited. We're losing weight, but then we feel like shit because our hairs still like it's thinning and then we have all the skin yeah like you're like what do we got to fix first <laughs> yeah it's like i can't win i can't win i know that's what I it know. feels it's like, like but it's like okay well we finally lost the weight but now we've got to fix this and this and this <laughs> yeah that's what it feels like so i like to finish the podcast with asking do you have any advice for someone out there who like words of wisdom or you know, anything that you could pass on to someone about uh, anything. Yeah. Just, you know, if this is something that you think is maybe an option for you, I absolutely would say just go for it. And I always like to tell people too, like when they get overwhelmed, when starting the process or going through any process with any bariatric surgery, if you keep the mentality that every phase that we go through, even like with hair loss or plastic surgery, or, you know, the surgery itself pre-op, all of it is temporary. Those difficult temporary phases are going to lead you to a life that you, you know, never could have dreamed of. Like I never could have imagined that in 16 months I would have lost 75 pounds, but I've gained so much more. Um, I have my life back. I have my energy back. I have my drive, my confidence. Like I've started my crafting business. I, you know, I'm growing my Instagram to, to help people like your life can change by one decision. And it's, it's so worth every temporary phase that we go through to get to where you want to be in this life. And that's it. It's just so worth it. So yeah. I hope that helps someone. <laughs> Yeah, it it really does. And I think the hair advice is really good. Is there a special shampoo or something that you use it or um, something, so a product that you found that you're like, holy shit, I got to share this. I actually just switched all of my hair products. I probably should do a thing on that. But you want to make sure that when you're washing your hair, you're not washing your hair with anything that has sulfates in it, because that's going to strip your hair and it's going to make it dry and it's going to make it not beautiful and bouncy. And so try to get something that has no sulfates in it, kind of like, you know, nothing that's going to lather because that's just going to dry your hair and make it look dull. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So um, I actually just got a new shampoo. I'll post something about that. No sulfates. And then like argon oil is really good for like your mm -hmm. tips of your hair, keeping them moisture. And then like I was telling you, like, I love that hair powder when you just need a little bit of volume and a little bit of like zhuzh. <laughs> with like you it know, covers your scalp it, yeah, it does it's it like just a fiber it look like yeah, yeah it like yeah. thickens it somehow and it's like it's literally i think it's literally called magic dust and it literally is like magic yeah so yeah that's it that's it no, just... my my hairdresser had a couple of things well one also make sure it doesn't have any alcohol or parabens yes um, that's not good for your hair and then also to not wash your hair in like super hot water like we yeah, love hot water on our mm -hmm. body but she said wash your hair last or whatever but like put your head or like lower the temperature to like lukewarm body temperature yeah and I've, actually, I've actually heard to do a cold shot at the end like get your hair and then like have it go ice cold mm, that's good for your i think your whole body like just to <gasps> give it that little shock for your no. sales to kind of wake up. I don't yeah. know what it's supposed to do, but I've heard that too. I don't know what it's supposed to do, but yeah. I don't know, but I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm so glad I got to meet you, this Joelle. I am so excited. This I got your name, Joelle. Finally. Yes, no, that's okay. It's okay. A lot of people call me Joel, so it's okay. Joel. I uh, see. I, I, I said Joel. Oh, I did call you Joel in the beginning. Yeah. No, that's okay. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. Joel. I love Joel. 
It's so pretty. Yeah. Okay. It's not, I used to hate it when I was a kid. Cause like, you know, you'd go into those stores and they wouldn't like have your pen with your name on it. But now I'm like, it's so unique and I love it now. So it's, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. But it was so good talking to you. Yes, and great. I'm so glad that you're going to be on the cruise. It'll be so your, much fun. You and your husband. Yes, I'll probably, yes, going to bring Evan. He's he's stuck with me. He's like my best friend. So I bring him everywhere I go. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, we're going to have so much fun. We got a huge group. So I'm super excited. And I'm glad I got to talk to you about the hair. Yes. And I'm we'll excited. And talk about all other things. Yeah, I know. There's so much to talk about. What's uh, before we go? What's what's your favorite bariatric product, like food product that is your go to? Do you have like a product that you love? So I have two right now. I actually have two. So I am obsessed with the real good foods. Um, they're chicken nuggets. They oh, are, my God. I tried those. They are so good. What the hell? We they, went out of town. I don't know we, how they did it, but we so found good. them. They're so good. So good. I love to put them in the air fryer and then I toss them like a buffalo chicken finger with some hot sauce. Like I'm salivating thinking about it. Oh I, I'm actually going to go make some. They like, they are so good. And then I don't they know. They taste like legit chicken legit nuggets. Chicken nuggets. And they're gluten-free, which I'm yes. totally, because I'm gluten-free. So I 21 grams of protein. I'm like, I can't beat it. It's I, You can't beat it. You can't. I love, I love real foods. They Damn you, so real good, good foods. Yeah, they're so, so I good. I know, but it's taking all my money. Um, and then I actually got to try this coffee called Jot Coffee. I don't know if you've seen it. Jot Coffee. Jot Coffee, but it's like a super condensed coffee. And I, I don't know if you deal with this, but I actually do have a little bit of acid reflux and GERD. So yeah, I, I, take, do. Um, I take an antacid every day mm-hmm. um, to help combat that. But if I, for some reason, like that kind of coffee doesn't bother my reflux or my GERD. It's, it's so, called Jot? It's called Jot. I can send you a link. It's How do you spell so it? J-O-T. Just J-O-D. J-O-T. Jot coffee. Okay, Jot let's coffee. look it up, yeah. guys. It's a super condensed coffee. I can send you guys a link and so you can look at it and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's not only is it delicious, but it's easy. It's like one tablespoon. You can add it to milk or water. And then I will just add it to like a little bit of water and then pour my protein shake right on top of it. There's no mess, no brewing, and it's not bitter. I love it. So those are like my two things right now that like on a daily are like my favorites, protein and coffee, because that's literally all I live on. (laughs) Wow. So those are my two, my two big things right now. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I love, I love coffee. Also, but I, I wish I, I mean, all I have is that damn chocolate. And the only thing I do with the chocolate is drink it or I make the chocolate ice cream, but I'm not a chocolate mocha. Like, you know, people like a chocolate coffee. Yeah, that's, I, that's me. I do. I like a chocolate, I either like a coffee flavored coffee, like the premier protein, like coffee mm-hmm. protein shake or chocolate. Yeah. And I'm not a chocolate. Yeah, um, everybody likes person. what they like. That's all right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a total vanilla. I love with the whipped cream. Yep. Get a little bit of ready in there. I got to get some of that chalk zero caramel now that you talked about. Oh, you say caramel. I say caramel. (laughs) Caramel. Oh, I don't know. Is there a a right one or a wrong one? There's like a thing. I don't know. Everybody says, everybody says they have like this weird accent, like from Buffalo. So we say caramel. We don't call it caramel. We say caramel. 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 But I know that there's an extra A in there, so it's silly, but well, I'm from Texas, so <laughs> I say y'all a lot. Y'all, yeah. Yeah, I talk like that. I get I don't I can't hear my accent. Neither can I. And everyone's like, you have this weird accent. I'm like, no, I don't. I sound fine. <laughs> I don't hear your accent. Really? I, I hear all the everyone's like, and people will be like, Oh, we know you're from Buffalo, New York. And I'm like, okay. Really? Okay. I can't hear it. <laughs> well, that's good. You're the first. Then I'll take it. I sound yeah. Like- <laughs> you sound normal. You sound perfectly normal. Totally I normal. can't hear. Totally <laughs> yeah. But okay. Well, I will talk to you later. Yeah, I'll talk I'm to so you. I'm so excited. Too. I'm fixing to text you my address. Yeah, yeah. Text me. Just and I want to get yours. And I'm not up. shitting you. I'm sending you a case or let me know how many cases you wanted this damn chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have at Sam's. There's like thousands of chocolate. I get my Sam's never has chocolate. And I'm like, what? I'm not even kidding. Like we, I actually went and like renewed my BJ's membership thinking that they would have chocolate and they only had vanilla. What? So I can't find chocolate. Yeah. And 
in the whole state of Texas, like five cases. No, I searched in the whole state of Texas. There's no like vanilla. There's no vanilla. So insane. All right. I'll go grab you a couple. I got to go out that way anyway. (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. All right, girl. All right. This was so fun. I'll talk to you later. Yes. Bye. (sighs) Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast and check us out at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash fairy diaries for more exclusive content, deep dives and info on upcoming events. Don't forget, follow us on social media. See you there.